Welcome to How to Live Cancer-Free with Bill Henderson, best-selling author of three books on healing cancer successfully. Now, here's Bill Henderson. Hello, folks. Uh, thanks for coming back to listen to How to Live Cancer-Free today. We're going to give you some de decent information today, including a, a nice interview later in the show. But the first part of the show, you'll be listening to a gentleman named Tom Calarco, who I like very much. Uh, Tom is an author. He's 64 years old. Uh, he's written about five books on the subject of underground, the Underground Railway and helping slaves during the Civil War and so on. So he's He's a very, uh, very accomplished author, but he also has studied a lot and loves uh, the natural healing business. So he's going to be bringing you information about that, and I want you to stay tuned. Make sure you listen to Tom because you'll you'll like him. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bill. I've got some good news today, and some of you may already know about Ty Bollinger's new weekly radio show, Cancer Truth Chronicles, which Bill reported about recently in his newsletter. I got a chance to listen last week and it was a great interview with Burton Goldberg known as the voice of alternative medicine and author of the bestseller Alternative Medicine The Definitive Guide. You can listen live to Ty's show every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel or anytime on Ty's website Cancer Truth Net, where the shows are archived. Add another to the list of deadly carcinogens, diesel engine exhaust fumes. As if we didn't know it was bad for us. I'm sure you've had this experience, getting behind a bus or truck at a stoplight and being blown away by a plume of blue-black smoke. How could it be good for you? Well, the International Agency for Research on Cancer the World Health Organization's Cancer Division confirmed our suspicions and reclassified diesel exhaust from its group of probable carcinogens to its group that have definite links to cancer. The unanimous decision was a result of a week-long meeting of independent experts who assessed the latest scientific evidence on the cancer-causing potential of diesel exhausts. They stated that diesel exhaust is a cause of lung cancer and also has a positive association with an increased risk of bladder cancer. They urge people across the world to reduce their exposure to diesel fumes wherever possible. Reacting to the decision, Alan Schaefer, Executive Director of the Washington, D.C.-based Diesel Technology Forum, said diesel engine and equipment makers, fuel refiners, and emissions control technology makers have invested billions of dollars in research into technologies and strategies to reduce emissions. New technology diesel engines, which use ultra-low sulfur diesel fuel, advanced engines, and emissions control systems are near zero emissions for nitrogen oxides, hydrocarbons, and particulate matter, he said. But Alan, what about all those old school buses and trailer trucks that still fill the highways? Well, according to one of Allen's employees, the DTF Steve Hansen, this most definitely is a problem. In fact, 75% of the diesel-powered vehicles in operation today are powered by the older polluting engines. This issue actually was addressed in 2005 by the passage of the Diesel Emission Reduction Act, which authorized 
federal funding to retrofit older vehicles with diesel filters that work much like catalytic converters. However, at this time, Anson said, the Obama administration has suspended funding for it. A recent blog by Dr. Morton Walker, whose book Cancer's Cause, Cancer's Cure, was recommended by Bill, says that sleeping pills increase the risk of cancer. Walker reports on a study published in the British Medical Journal, which followed more than 24,000 patients for an average of two and a half years. Of those, 10,529 were taking sleeping pills and 13,676 were not. The study found that for those who took the sleeping pills, the rate of new cancers was 35% higher than those who didn't. Adding to the seriousness of this finding is that while doing their best to ensure there were no pre-existing diseases that could explain the cancer or the deaths, the study found that patients who took the sleeping pills were also 4.6 times more likely to die than the non-sleeping pill group. Among the drugs evaluated were Ambien, Lunesta, Restoril, Sonata, Starnock, and several benzodiazepines, barbiturates, and antihistamines. When one examined the side effects of these pills, he adds, whether they cause cancer or not, they can't be good for you. While some of the drugs given during traditional cancer treatment can make it difficult to sleep, Walker cautions that sleeping pills are not the answer. If at all possible, it's best to avoid anything that is associated with increased risk of cancer when you are going through cancer treatment. Sleep is important for recovery, for recovery from any illness and for prevention, he writes. But doctors who offer alternative cancer treatments will have harmless remedies for your sleeping problems. With the right treatments, you can get well without adding fuel to the fire. An interesting post I came across by a financial advisor touted a new diagnostic technique that could help millions. The technique has been developed by a medical company called Troyagene, and they have developed a method in which cancer can be diagnosed through a urine test. As the advisor points out, this test will now allow cancer patients and those who have recovered from cancer to avoid MRIs, mammograms, or invasive surgery. Just a drip into a cup will do. As easy as brewing your morning coffee. This is Tom Calarco. Be sure to listen to my show on webtalkradio.net. From Slavery to Freedom, where we bring you stories about the Underground Railroad and Civil War. And visit my website, undergroundrailroadconductor.com, where you will find a link to my proposal for a study about the early accounts of the Underground Railroad that is now live on kickstarter.com. Until next week, stay healthy, my friends. Well, hello, folks. It's Bill Henderson with How to Live Cancer Free. This week we have a special show for you that I think you'll enjoy. It's one of the best I've done over the last three and a half years, and I've picked it out so that I, I think you'll enjoy listening to it, even if you've heard it before. So pay attention. Don't uh, go away. I think you'll like this one, and certainly listen to it. Uh, and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, you can send me an email if you like at the letter U heal h-e-a-l cancers at gmail.com thanks you know i've been trying for the last 25 years to find something that would help me with my uh, 
swollen prostate problem. Uh, men my age, I'm 79, men a lot younger than me in their late 50s or even mid 50s and on have prostate problems. But the prostate generally gets larger and it interferes with your urination and certainly mine has. And I've tried a dozen different products including a couple of prescription meds over these last 20 some years and found nothing. Finally, finally, I found something that worked for me. It's called Prostabel. And this is equally as effective for prostate cancer as it is for swollen prostates like mine. If you are a gentleman with prostate problems, I would strongly recommend you try some of this because it's the first thing that's worked for me. It has two plant extracts in it. One is called Pau Pereira, others called Rawolfia vomitoria, believe it or not. Uh, one's from South America, one from Africa, but they were discovered by a gentleman named Mirko Beljansky, who was a researcher and, and physicist in, in France for many years, and for about 45 years researched uh, products that would uh, affect the cells. And what he found very successfully was that this combination really helped with the prostate cells. So the product is called Prostabel. It comes from a company called Natural Source International in New York. Their website is natural-source.com. At the website, you'll find that there is also a ladies' version called Lady Bell, which is a special formula designed for women and uh, combines the same plant extracts, but it also has some golden leaf ginkgo in it, which is known for its enzymatic regulation and cell protection activity. So the ladies' product is there, the men's product, Prostabel. Take a look at at natural-source.com and be sure if you order by phone or over the website, either one, that you mention you heard about it from me because what you'll get is a 20% discount on your first order. So be sure and mention Bill Henderson's name. We have several questions that came in from listeners uh, during this last week and I'd like to get to some of those right at the front here if we can answer your question. So if you have a question you want to send me, just send me an email at you, the letter U, heal, H-E-A-L, cancer, at gmail.com. That'll get to me. You heal cancer at gmail.com. Here's one from Michael Abbey that I got in last week. He says, what are your thoughts on Max GXL? That's M-A-X-G-X-L. Would this be helpful for someone's immune system when fighting cancer? Well, Michael, there are lots of immune boosting products. There are at least three dozen that I know of that I'm fairly familiar with. The Max GXL, I looked it up, of course, it happens to be a multi-level marketed product. And of course, these are always more expensive than the other products that are not sold that way. They're marked up at every level and they tend to be much more expensive. I would not recommend this product because of that. And it's certainly not any more effective than many of the other ones I recommend. Of course, the transfer point beta-glucan, which you'll hear about later, is what I would recommend you take. Okay, here's another one from a young lady named Tina Arasmith. She says, I would like to know how to stop weight loss. I'm following your book the best I can, but I throw up a lot, so it's hard to keep the weight on. Can you talk about that? Well, the body is getting back to its optimum weight usually when you change your diet radically, but sometimes that can be a little uncomfortable. And one of the things you can experience when you're radically changing your diet is a certain amount of nausea 
like that. What I'd suggest, Tina, is that you try some things like avocados, which are very high in calories, and some nuts like Brazil nuts or macadamia nuts that are also high. There's also something called whey protein. It comes in a powder form. You can dissolve it in a liquid like water or, or juice. Just be careful about the additives in the whey protein. And a third question came to me from a gentleman named Chuck Gunther. And Chuck says, hey, Bill, you mentioned some new recipes someone was working on. Did you ever send those out? We need help on supper options. If you did send it out, could you attach a copy for us to use? Sure, thank you, Bunches. Best regards, Chuck Gunther. Well, Chuck, I just talked to the lady this last week who is doing the recipe book, and she's been pretty busy She's a realtor, and believe it or not, she's had a pretty busy time for the last month or so. But she said she's, the book is coming together. The chef that's helping her out of Miami Beach has formatted all of the recipes now. I just did a foreword for her and sent it to her, and they're putting the book together. It should be out in ebook form in a couple of weeks, I would think. So stand by and try to get by until it comes out with whatever you can find that's healthy and good to eat. But the recipes are coming, folks, and they're going to be wonderful. Thanks for listening today. I think we have an interesting show for you. There will be an interview coming up a little later in the show with a gentleman named Andy Schoberg, who's probably the world's living expert on cancer clinics in Mexico, in the United States, in Germany. We'll talk about all of those with Andy. Uh, I think you'll find it a very interesting one. Well, cancer in the news. Very interesting week this week. I got a wonderful uh, newsletter from Dr. Mercola about vitamin D again. Yes, we're going to talk about this subject again because it is super important. Actually, if I were to add one thing to the regimen I recommend in my book in Chapter 5, which quite a few of you have read that book and you understand that there are about six things on the regimen that I recommend every cancer patient do every day, if I were to add a seventh item on there, it would be vitamin D3. Dr. Mercola's article, you can check it out at his website. It's uh, mercola.com. Pretty interesting website because you can use the search feature there to find, for example, all of the articles he's ever written on vitamin D. A large sample of them there. And, uh, for example, I just watched a 60-minute video on this topic of vitamin D at the website and you can take a look at that. I recommend you watch that one really if you have any doubt that this is a necessary part of your everyday routine taking vitamin D3. What he talked about in this most recent article is a study that showed that 600,000 cases of breast and colorectal cancer every year could be prevented if vitamin D levels among the population worldwide were increased. That's just counting the death toll for two types of cancer. It would cut it by 600,000. The evidence is now showing that vitamin D can cut overall cancer risk, that's all cancers, by as much as 60%. And this was such groundbreaking news to the Canadian people that the Canadian Cancer Society, the equivalent of the American Cancer Society, has actually begun endorsing this vitamin as a cancer prevention therapy. So the conventional folks are getting on the bandwagon here, people. So I, again, I take 10,000 IUs of vitamin D3 every day. I get out in the sun sometimes. I walk a couple of miles in the afternoon usually. But I don't get enough sun because I, I don't expose enough of my body to that. 
every day. And if you get about 20 minutes in the sun with most of your skin exposed, you're going to get about 20,000 IUs of, of vitamin D. But some people, if they're sick particularly, if they have cancer, diabetes, or any other illness, up to 50,000 IUs of vitamin D is perfectly healthy. It is very, very healing. It's almost impossible to overdose on vitamin D3, particularly if you're sick. Just a word to the wise on this subject, so go look it up on Dr. Mercola's website. He's really got a great one there. Well, I would like to tell you now about a book I've just read which really hit me between the eyes. I have looked at a video which has been pointed out to me by a couple of my readers where I get almost all of my information by the way on the subject of radiation hormesis. This is a, a new term to most people. I know it was to me when I first heard about it. This was several months ago and I watched a video about Jay Gutierrez, a helicopter mechanic who about 15 years ago was flying his helicopter over northern Wyoming and found a bunch of rocks there that looked attractive and he went down and uh, picked up some of them with the idea of making jewelry with them. And he made some jewelry for people and gave it to some of his friends because he likes to work with rocks, just as my wife does. She's a jewelry designer and she loves rocks. But what, what Jay found was that people were telling him about getting healed of all kinds of degenerative conditions with these stones that he'd given them in the form of necklaces, pendants, or whatever. And he started to look into this. Well, the word hormesis, H-O-R-M-E-S-I-S, -E is a Greek word meaning to excite. To excite. Radiation hormesis simply means that the radiation excites the body's cells and makes them healthier. There's a mountain of data on this subject, by the way, and I found out in the last couple of days reading the book called Because People Are Dying by Dr. Jane G. Goldberg, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-G. That's her name. She's a Ph.D. And she's done a superb job of collecting all the data on this subject of radiation hormesis. And I finally understand why this is an enormous subject that anyone who is sick, particularly with cancer, needs to know about. Dr. Goldberg describes the long history of radon baths and mines and in other locations like hot springs and so on in the United States and all over the world. These are sites where people go to be healed by the radiation coming out of the earth in the form of radon gas. It's truly ironic that radon is considered harmful by the authorities now. And this is what Dr. Goldberg calls the result of nuclear fright, which followed the, the use of atomic weapons on Japan in World War II. And any amount of radiation has since then has been considered to be harmful to the body, of course, except when it's used for, for cancer, conventional medical treatment. Actually, we sold a house in North Carolina not long ago, in February of this year, actually. It had been on the market for eight or nine months when we finally sold it. And before we could sell that house, they had to test it for the radon gas, which is quite common in the mountains in, in North Carolina where we live. And it turned out that our house was a little bit above the amount that was considered appropriate for radon emissions from the earth actually coming out of the rocks in the mountain. And we had to have our house fixed before the people could buy it and move into it 
to get rid of the radon gas. They install a certain type of fan in the garage to take care of the radon gas and so on. And it cost us $1,000 before we could sell the house. Well, after reading this book, it's obvious to me that the people who bought that house should have paid us more for getting the radon, which is going to be a very healthy thing for them. People exposed to it all over the world have been proven to live longer and have far lower incidences of all types of cancer, particularly lung cancer. So those people probably should have paid us more for that house. Well, I want you to get Dr. Goldberg's book if you're interested in cancer healing, because it is really important. I'm going to try to get Dr. Goldberg and or Jay Gutierrez, the guy who discovered this, the helicopter mechanic, get them on the show if I can. But in the meantime, it's important that you get up to speed on this subject. Here's a quote from this book. The book is called Because People Are Dying. Dr. Goldberg wrote, quote, low-level ionizing radiation is an essential trace energy for life analogous to essential trace elements. Irradiation supplementation promises increased quality of life and a new plane of health for people in the 21st century. It is likely, as indicated by numerous research studies, that a large number of cancer deaths are preventable by increasing our daily exposure to low-dose radiation." Unquote. To begin your appreciation of this subject, I suggest you go to Google and just type in the following, radiation hormesis, H-O-R-M-E-S-I-S, and J. Gutierrez, it's spelled G-U-T-I-E-R-R-E-Z. When you type that in, you'll get lots of websites, and several of them have videos with cancer survivors and doctors talking about this subject, and of course, J. himself, describing how he's helped people heal over the last 15 years of all types of cancer. In fact, Dr. Goldberg's book has 32 testimonials covering 31 pages in the book, mostly from cancer patients, about their recovery using the rocks and mud packs and so on that are now being sold by Jay Gutierrez through his company in Colorado. And these rocks and, and mud packs have this low-dose radiation in them. I'll read some of these testimonials here in just a minute. The book also includes 13 pages of references to studies and articles on this subject. It includes an annotated bibliography just from the years 2000 through 2007, which lists 113 studies with synopses of each one. This is a very thorough research project that Dr. Goldberg has done, but the guts of the book is written for laymen like you and me very easy to understand, so don't worry about that. She also lists 10 places in the U.S. and Europe to go for cancer treatment using radiation hormesis. One of them is in New York City. One is in southern Colorado, Jay Gutierrez's place. Here are a couple of these convincing testimonials I'd like to read to you. The first one is from a lady in Hawaii. It's dated May 20, 2008. The subject is no mass and no tumors. Aloha, Jay. While visiting my doctor today, I had a chest x-ray. My doctor called me into her office to review the results. She was concerned about water in the lungs or water surrounding the heart as I was retaining water and had some swelling. None of that showed up. I looked at the x-ray and asked my doctor where the mass or tumors were, which was diagnosed as stage four lung cancer in January. 
And she replied, I don't see any. I said, thank you, Lord. I knew at that moment that I had received a miracle. I cannot thank our Lord enough for putting Jay Gutierrez in my life, because according to the pulmonary surgeon I visited in January, I should be dead by now. I never had any radiation or chemotherapy. The only radiation I used was radiation hormesis from the stones Jay sent me. Please believe anything is possible through our Lord and never stop thanking Jay for his help, patience, and dedication while working with all the people who call upon him for his hope and support when none was offered by the medical field. Heartfelt thank you, Jay, and God bless you. K. Noto. Well, here's another one. These are relatively short, but they're much longer testimonials in here that you can read when, when you get the book, and I think you'll, you'll really enjoy them. This one was written in August 15, 2008, and the subject is Jack's lung cancer. Jay, we purchased stones from you about two months ago, and Jack had his first CT scan since he first started wearing the necklace, using the mud packs, etc. All of the tumors are at least half the size they were in the last scan, and at least one doesn't show up at all anymore. I will keep you informed as we go forward, but I wanted to let you know our progress to date and to thank you for your help. I may just have to order a few more necklaces for the family. Sincerely, Polly Case. Well, those are just a couple of examples. Let me quickly list here, before I run out of time, the 10 benefits that Dr. Goldberg says you receive from these rocks and, and or mud packs. Uh, the mud packs come, of course, packaged in a, in a plastic case. But what she says you get from these is, first of all, increased apoptosis, which is the the death of cells, particularly cancer cells, and you get a promotion of cellular detoxification. It stimulates DNA repair. It loosens the DNA coil. It allows rest and recovery from damage. It promotes free radical detoxification, stimulates the immune system, increases production of enzymes, rejuvenates cells, and confers an anti-aging effect and has beneficial effects on neurotransmitting and thinking systems. It would literally make you smarter, this stuff, by the way, I think. Believe me, I could go on, but enough for now. Please do yourself a favor and look up this important healing subject. Again, the Google search should be Radiation Hormesis and J. Gutierrez. Stay tuned now for an introduction to cancer clinics in Mexico, Germany, and the United States from the world's expert on this subject, Andy Schulberg. But first, a word from my wonderful three sponsors. The first thing I take every morning, I think most of you know, is called transfer point beta-glucan. And the reason I do that is because I know that this is probably the best boost for my immune system of anything I could take. It's been tested in a couple of labs at the University of Louisville and Harvard University against about three dozen, 36 other immune-boosting products, several of which I've recommended over the years, and this one's found to be superior by the independent labs at these universities. And the reason they found it so superior is because it uniquely activates the neutrophil cells in the immune system, which are probably the 60% at least of the immune system cells in your body. It's a non-soluble capsule that goes through your stomach and into your small intestines where it gets to the immune system where it's exactly needed. A very important product, and you can get it easily by going to a website 
aboutbetaglucan.com. That's about, B-E-T-A-G-L-U-C-A-N.com. Put a forward slash and the word be special in lowercase after the slash, and you'll get a discount for listeners to this show. If you prefer, you can call Phyllis or Michael at 1-800-746-7640 in Atlanta. They're on Eastern Time, of course. Outside the United States, call area 678-560-1808. Well, the second thing I take every morning is something called Barley Power from Green Supreme Incorporated in, in Pennsylvania. These people have been making this product for many years now, and it's the best thing you can possibly take for alkalinity, which every cancer patient needs, and for getting every enzyme in the human body into your body. If you have cancer, you should take about 20 of these a day, but I take eight or nine just for prevention. Cancer cannot grow in an alkaline environment, and that's what this produces in your body, alkalinity. Real important stuff. The other thing you might want to take a look at at their website, greensupreme.net, is something called PetalSoft, which is a product that they've developed for women in the menopause stage. And my wife has taken this, by the way, and it helps a lot with the hot flashes and so on, the other symptoms of menopause. So take a look at PetalSoft as well. You can call these folks at 1-800-358-0777. That's Eastern Time again. Outside the United States, area 724-946-9057. And don't forget to ask for their special offer for cancer patients. My third sponsor is, of course, Our Health Co-op, which is a wonderful company that sells supplements at the lowest possible price and in the highest possible quality. Everything that they sell has been tested in an independent lab to be sure that it has in it what it says on the package. Believe me, this is unique in my experience. The wonderful product called Constant Health that I've been mentioning for the last few weeks is something that you can take as a powder in the smoothie that I recommend, the cottage cheese and flaxseed oil smoothie that hopefully all of you are doing every morning as I do. It's tasty and it uh, mixes well with that, that particular smoothie and it is a very, very helpful thing for your health. You can get this at their website, makinghealthaffordable.com or you can call them their order desk at 1-800-667-0781. They're in Florida. Outside the United States, it's area 561-863-5300. Stay tuned now, folks. You've got an interesting interview coming up here for you. We'll be right back. Well, hello, folks. I have an interesting interview subject for you today. His name is Andy Schulberg. Andy's a freelance writer in Chicago, Illinois, and he's been a, a student and devotee of alternative medicine for many years. Actually, his career lately has been devoted to writing books on cancer clinics, uh, among other things. In fact, he's just written a short ebook uh, synopsis of my book. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But one of the books he's written is on cancer clinics here in the United States, another one on Mexican cancer clinics, and his most recent one was on German cancer clinics. So Andy probably knows more about cancer clinics in those three locations, which are the primary places that people look for them, than anybody else in the world. So we're going to talk about all of them and his experiences and people that he's met and so on. This synopsis of my book that Andy's just finished, my cancer-free book, 
is about a 50 or 60 page ebook that we're going to offer to people as a way to get the primary message of my book in a very short form and where they can pass it on easily to their relatives who may not be interested in reading a 344 page book like mine but would probably read a short 50-page book, which Andy's done a wonderful job of encapsulating the message that I would like to get to cancer patients, and we'll talk about that more. Well, welcome, Andy. Thanks so much for joining us and bringing your information to our folks. I'm sure they're going to be very interested in it. Well, thank you, Bill. I'm glad to be with you, and I appreciate your kind remarks. Yeah, well, you've had probably more experience visiting cancer clinics than anyone in the world, I would guess. So we want to get the message to people that there are clinics available in quite a few locations at various prices, and they need to shop around a little bit. But one of the best ways to do that, of course, is to read the information that you've gathered on them. We'll talk first, I guess, about the, the ones in Mexico, no particular order here. But sure. uh, you did visit several cancer clinics in, in Mexico and wrote up a, a very interesting ebook on them called Cancer Defeated which is available, by the way, at folks at cancerdefeated.com if you're interested in looking up the book. It's an e-book that you can download if you want to. But tell us about your experience there. How did, how did the Mexican clinics compare and contrast now that you've done it with the other clinics? Well, I think that uh, it's kind of like apples and oranges. There, Mexico has a little different approach compared to the alternative clinics in America and Germany. For one thing, Mexico uses a lot of laetrile. Yeah. And laetrile is actually a, an amazing treatment. I don't really understand why the German clinics don't use it, but they use mistletoe, and that's very effective too. And so mistletoe is kind of like the German thing, and laetrile is the Mexican thing. And, <laughs> but my, my first, the first clinic that I visited was the clinic of Gilberto Alvarez, and I call him the Marcus Welby, M.D. of Mexico. He's just a, a genial person, a, a, a warm-hearted person. Yeah, he certainly sounds like it. I was very impressed with your write-up on him. He sure seems to have a lot of experience and, and be a very compassionate and, and wonderful healer. Well, he told me an amazing story of survival. And back in 1983, there was a little two-year-old toddler from Pennsylvania. His, the toddler's name was Jeremy Snyder. And little Jeremy had an inoperable brainstem tumor. And wow. the doctors said, well, we have no treatment. It's inoperable. We, uh, it's hopeless. We're sorry to say he has no more than six months to live. Yeah. Well, the, well, the parents didn't want to take that for an answer. And so they took their, they heard that uh, wonderful things were going on in Mexico, alternative cancer treatments. Somehow they heard about Dr. Alvarez uh, they took they took the boy to Dr. Alvarez, and, and Dr. Alvarez says, yes, there's hope. I, I may be able to help this child. And the child got rid of his cancer there. The child is now 28 years old. He's graduated from college. He's married. Uh, I don't know whether they have any children, but he's facing a bright future. And this is a child who would have died at the hands of American medicine because they just didn't know what to do. Wow. Well, Dr. Al Dr. Alvarez, I asked him, well, how did you do that? And he said, well, three things, Laetril, DMSO, and vitamin C. Well, I'll be darned. And, and that did the trick, you yeah. know, just by, by intravenous uh, treatment, and, and this baby got rid of the cancer. The two-year-old, my goodness, isn't that incredible? His clinic is called the Stella Maris, I believe it is, Stella Maris Clinic, is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that means Star of the Sea, and that's one of the uh, one of the nicknames of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, that young man is now uh, in his late twenties. Incredible. Yeah, that is. Well, uh, obviously the clinics seem to communicate with each other in a particular area because they seem to use common treatments. I know when I visited a couple of the Mexican cancer clinics, they were both doing hyperthermia, full-body hyperthermia, I think, and, and laetrile and vitamin C, just as you, you mentioned. Do they seem to have a lot in common in, in a particular area like this? Well, yes. They, laetrile, they, practically all of them use that. Hyperthermia, which is heating up the body. Now, cancer, as probably most of your listeners know, cancer can't stand heat. Right. And so they, they give the person uh, an artificial fever. They heat up the body. And that's the, that makes the cancer very vulnerable to, be, to being knocked off. Right. I guess the one clinic that's kind of out of step with the, with the others is the Gerson Clinic, and they have kind of like their own method, which works. It's a tough program, but it works. Yeah. And there's a Hoxie Clinic down there. I haven't visited that one. But the ones that I visited, they all used pretty much the same method. Yeah, I see. And I, I might add, too, that Dr. Alvarez was able to save his father from a dreadful operation. His, his father got uh, prostate cancer and lived in another part of Mexico, and the doctor, believe it or not, wanted to give him a, an orchectomy, in other words, castration. Oh, my goodness. Well, so he, he called his son, you know, Dr. Alvarez, and said, look, this is what the doctor says. And then Dr. Alvarez told his dad, well, here, come to my clinic. I know a better way to deal with that. Helped his dad get get rid of the cancer without any drastic operation like that. My goodness! Well, save his own father. That's wonderful. Yeah. Were there any other doctors or clinics that particularly impressed you in in Mexico? Oh yes, I, I want to tell you an amazing story about Dr. Rodriguez's clinic. Oh yeah. Um, the International BioCare. I met a lady there. She first came to him a year earlier, and actually. She was from uh, Arkansas. The doctor there had given her three weeks to live, and she was unconscious. And her family said, uh, we want to bring her to Mexico. And the hospital said, no, she's she's not going anywhere. And the family said, watch us. And they took her, (laughs) loaded her into a van, drove straight through to uh, Tijuana, and showed up at the door of the International BioCare without an appointment. They asked, well, when could you see our, our mother? Well, maybe next Wednesday. Oh. Well, she's she's out in the uh, parking lot. Well, they said, well, in that case, we would better bring her in right now. So they, they attended to her immediately, saved her life. Now, wow. she had been given three weeks. She was basically written off. And I met her a year later when she was just there for a follow-up. She was perfectly healthy, and she was working. She was a florist, and she uh, she had worked a full shift on leading up to Mother's Day, and, which is a big day. She had you know good energy, and she was in excellent health. Wow. And I, I think that's amazing. Yeah, amazing stories. I mean, this is unbelievable. They probably do this daily. I mean, these clinics, I'm sure they get people who are coming to them as a last resort, I suspect, in many, many cases. I've, I've heard some of the doctors talk about this that run the clinics down there and most of the patients they get are are in stage four and and far along in their cancer and have had a lot of conventional treatment and they end up finally coming to the the mexican clinics as a as a last resort isn't that true or or is it yeah that that's true and really i 
I think that it's better for for cancer patients to go there as a first resort because yeah. sometimes if they go there as a last resort, well, Mexico often can help people even in those desperate situations. But so often the American treatments, you know, the chemo and the radiation has ruined the immune system, yeah. and so it's it's difficult to turn some of these situations around when the patient when the, uh, is so compromised through these harsh treatments. Yeah. Describe, if you would, how they use DMSO. Do they use it as a carrier primarily? This is a, a solvent, actually, DMSO, for those of you that aren't familiar with it. It's a very common solvent, uh, but it's used to carry things around the body that are done transdermally on the skin. Is that the way they use it? Well, the way Dr. Alvarez uses it is intravenously. Okay. And surprisingly, there was a, a positive story about DMSO. This was maybe 20 years ago on 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. And usually you would expect them to, to give a negative report about alternative treatments. But right. they, they, they gave a positive report about it. It does have tremendous merit. And certainly, I think it must have had a synergistic effect together with the laetrile and the vitamin C. Of course, laetrile is one of the most effective cancer-killing, very effective. Yeah, it is quite effective. Yeah, the only reason I don't recommend it is that because the people who have a lot of experience with it say you have to prepare the patient with certain types of, of vitamins and other preparatory things before they take it. So it's not something you can do on a self-help basis like the types of things I recommend to people, but it right. certainly is effective. And, and most of the cancer clinics in Mexico use it. Of course, it's it's outlawed here in the United States, which is ridiculous. That's another story, which we won't get into, but uh, incredible <laughs> yeah. stuff. Sure. Well, the the Mexican clinics obviously should be an option for most people. How do you think the prices compare there with other clinics, uh, like here in the United States, for example? Well, you know, um, I think that the way I describe it is that the treatment in Mexico costs about as much as maybe a used van. Okay. Like for, let's say, three weeks of treatment might cost, oh, maybe $15,000. Right. You know, let's say a, a new van might cost uh, twenty or twenty-five thousand. So, for about the price of a used van, you can get three weeks of treatment. Yeah. The prices are—they it varies, and and actually it depends too on the uh, on the case. You know, right. some some ca- a, a more severe case might take longer. So it, it's best to consult with the clinic. But you yeah. know, let's let's compare that to the price tag in America. I think that. You know, we're certainly talking six figures, whether it's three hundred thousand or eight hundred thousand dollars. But by the time you add up these ten to fifteen thousand dollar a month chemotherapy oh, drugs my, yeah. and the uh, the surgery and the radiation and the hospitalization and and you know, once you're in an American hospital, you can't even look at a clock without incurring a fee. I mean, <laughs> no. the, the meter is running, and That's it's right. just, uh, it's terrible. So the, the prices down there are very reasonable. Yeah, I, I think so, too. It's just in most cases, of course, they're out of pocket. Do most of the people there stay in the clinic uh, as an inpatient, or do they stay at hotels or something around the area? Well, they do both. You know, you can stay. I, I personally, like if, if it were me, I, I think I would rather just be at the clinic, you mm-hmm. know, stay at, at a hospital. But there are some people who stay, uh, let's say, at a, at a local hotel on, on the Tijuana side. And I've stayed at a very nice hotel there. I mean, five star, the, the, the Lucerna, which means the firefly in Spanish. Uh-huh. And it's, it's five star, 
and then the, the clinics have special prices. Yeah. You know, the patients can stay there for maybe 80 bucks a night. But I th- at, at International BioCare, that's an inpatient, and so they just stay there, and it's everything is taken care of. And, and then there are even a few people who stay on the American side, and the clinics offer free shuttle service. And yeah. so uh, and there's even a campground on the American side. Some people might be staying in their own uh, their RVs, uh, RVs or whatever. Yeah. And then then they can get a free uh, shuttle shuttle ride to the clinic every day. So there's there's many different ways of doing it to suit just about any budget. And actually, the the cost is very often reimbursable. There's a company in Houston, Global Billing Services, that that helps people get reimbursed from their insurance company. Oh, great. Most, most of the time they can get either, a, a, well, a partial or full, most yeah. of the money refunded. At least some of it, sure. Yeah. Well, that's great. And the nice thing I like about these e-books you put together, you know, they're readily available. At, at, uh, this one is at cancerdefeated.com. People can look that up. But it has wonderful contact information in there. Their phone numbers, most of the phone numbers you have are, are you know, San Diego numbers in the United States that uh, are answered in, in Tijuana, for example. So people can get that ebook if they're interested in these clinics. There's certainly lots of information there. Let's talk a little bit about Germany first, and then we'll get to the United States. What did you find special about the German cancer clinics that you visited? I was just absolutely amazed. I, I think the Germans are far ahead of, of most of the American cancer doctors. I mean, the American cancer doctors are kind of stuck in this chemotherapy, uh, radiation surgery, you know, the oh, cuffer and poison. And the, the way the German doctors approach it, they, they use an integrative approach. Uh-huh. For example, they don't give the patient a full blast of, chemo, of chemotherapy like mm. they do in America. But what they do instead, they'll give the patient a treatment that weakens the cancer, and then they might give just a little bit of chemotherapy to knock it off, but not anything that causes nausea or hair loss. I see. And and actually, the Germans have mastered hyperthermia perhaps better than anybody else. I mean, I saw equipment that cost a quarter of a million dollars. And what they can do, one doctor, his procedure is to heat up the patient's body temperature to 107 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow, okay. For two, for two hours. Yeah. Now, it takes about two hours to ramp up to that temperature, and then another two hours to ramp down to, yeah. to normal. During that time, the patient is, is unconscious, and the, the patient sweats out 11 pints of fluid during that time. And and the fluid is replaced interve- intravenously so that everything is kept on an even keel. And by the time that uh, hyperthermia treatment is over, that cancer is just about has just about had it. Yeah. And so then they can they can knock it off with uh, with something else. So this is obviously a full body hyperthermia type of thing where the person sits in kind of a tent or something or the or lies down yeah. on a on a bed or something, but their whole body is involved, obviously. Yes, it's whole body, and they can also do uh, local hyperthermia. So let's say if, if it's a question of breast cancer, right. in, let's say in the left breast, they can, uh, they can apply, they can heat up that specific area. And then another way that they do the hyperthermia is through the uh, middle toe. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, that, will ki- that will create an artificial fever. Uh, they call that fever therapy, yeah. which is a, which is a form.
form of hyperthermia, and the mistletoe also strengthens the immune system. Sure. Yeah. Now, Bill, let me tell you a, an amazing story. That, oh, I'd love uh, to hear it. That it, it shows what Germany can do where the American doctors fail. Yeah. Now, back in 1975, Alicia Buttons, who is the wife of the uh, Red Buttons, the, the actor in Canada. Oh, yeah, Red Buttons, sure. Yeah, she got uh, a really terrible form of cancer called oral pharyngeal, which it's terrible because, you know, when they do surgery, it disfigures the face. Oh, yeah. You know, like Roger Ebert had, the film critic had something similar to that, and his face is permanently disfigured. You know, they took away part of his jaw, and it's oh just terrible. You know, I wish I could have told him about Germany. Yeah, right. Because I think, <laughs> I think these disfiguring operations are, are unnecessary. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it'd well, love to well, be able to get to all these celebrities that they report on in the media about, you know, they're fighting cancer and battling cancer and so on. Hey, folks. Wake up, you know, there are pe people that know how to do this without battling it and right. get you well. Anyway, go on with your story. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, sure. No, that's all right. Well, Alicia, uh, Alicia was in really bad shape with her cancer, and her American doctors said that she needed surgery. Well, this kind of surgery, as I said, it disfigures the face. You know, they might have to remove the jaw. Oh, my. Or, you know, I mean, it's really bad. And so she said, absolutely not. And she looked for an alternative, and she had read decided to go to Germany because they had heard that uh, that there were places there that could get rid of difficult cancers using alternative methods. Sure, yeah. And so, and so she went to Germany, got rid of her cancer without any surgery, and she went on to live for another 29 years, and then she died of something other than cancer. Wow, 29 years. <laughs> and, and Red Buttons, of course, became uh, an ardent proponent of health care freedom yeah and you know because this kind of information is suppressed in america and that's why i appreciate your radio show and i appreciate the opportunity to be on it to tell people the truth yeah this is the kind of stuff that should be known and actually even uh, president ronald reagan was treated in germany while mm. president for his cancer yeah and the amazing thing about that one bill about that story is that back in the mid-80s the American cancer industry was was telling the public, oh, anybody who says that the cancer has anything to do with diet is a quack. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, and this this was the party line of, yeah, of the medical establishment. A lot of them are well, still saying that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, some of the, some of them are even now. But when when Reagan went to Germany and he saw Dr. Hans Nieper in Hanover, uh -huh. one thing that Dr. Nieper told him, and probably the key thing that saved his life, is you have got to change your diet. Yeah. And uh, then even in America, some of these uh, stubborn guys, some of these stubborn doctors started get get with it and understand that there was that there might be some connection oh, between my. diet. And yeah, cancer. I guess so. But, it, mean... but but you're right. There's still a lot of foot dragging about that. I mean, there's it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Well, uh, President Reagan got rid of his cancer. He didn't lose his hair. You know, he did have that impressive pompadour hair haircut and right. uh and he never lost his hair never lost his vigor and he lived for a long time after that and died of something other than cancer yeah well these people obviously red button's wife president reagan and so on they almost certainly changed their lifestyle as a result of the wake-up call given to them by these clinics uh, i mean right. they obviously stress changing things that that uh, you're not going to go on with the same procedure of eating and you've done prior to getting the cancer diagnosis because obviously it will recur and it always does if people go back to the way they were before they 
got the wake-up call, as it were. Well, that's really interesting. That the information on these clinics and you—how many did you visit over there again, Andy? I visited six clinics, uh, five of them in Germany and one in Austria. Okay. And I was just very impressed. The the doctors are uh, very highbrow. They they speak English fluently. Right. And uh, everything is first class. And the other great thing about these clinics is that they were really more like a bed and breakfast than a you know than than a let's say a hospital. Yeah. You know they they didn't have that hospital smell. Right. And in fact, uh, Dr. Herzog at his clinic told me that uh, that he doesn't have a, a centralized ventilation system. Oh, yeah. And so that prevents hospital bugs from, you know, like if some in American hospitals, you know, the, these oh. bugs go yeah. through the ventilation oh. system. Yeah. Tell me about it. The MRSA, MRSA, uh, you know, it's getting to be awful. They don't have any antibiotics for it, this kind of thing in the hospital. So it's a dangerous place to go. Usually, the hospital. Yeah. But in but Germany, they're, in Germany. Uh, they're considerably safer, I guess. Well, right. one of the ways to get information about this uh, more detail is, is to get Andy's ebook. It's called, uh, the website is GermanCancerBreakthrough.com. That's the name of the book, GermanCancerBreakthrough.com. Go take a look at that, folks. If you want the book or get information on these clinics, you can download it, and it's pretty simple. Oh, by the way, before I go on, one of the things I didn't ask you was, you know, compare the prices in Germany to the prices in Mexico, if you can. I would say that the prices in Germany are a little bit more expensive, but not much more. You know, like, let's say if, if the Mexican clinics are, let's say, thirteen to 15000 for three weeks, yeah. well, the German, German clinics might be twenty, twenty-five thousand. You know, basically for the price of a of a new Honda. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. rather than a rather than a used van. Right. But you know, there there are other benefits to going to Germany. I mean, it's such a wonderful, delightful country, and oh, the people yeah. are so friendly, and uh, and the German accent is is a delight to listen to as well. <laughs> sure, here, here, and yeah. and they do. I guess there's some recovery from insurance as well in the German clinics, at least for most people. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. Uh, when, now, people do have to pay for their uh, treatments out of pocket, but then once that's done, they can uh, apply for reimbursement from the, from their insurance company through an organization called, I think, Global Billing Services, and they're located in Houston, Texas. And they've had quite a bit of success getting people, you know, let's say 70 80% of their money back. And, uh, you know, I'm very happy to hear about that. Yeah, wonderful. Well, let's uh, let's see. We've got uh, some time left here, but let's talk about the United States. Most of our listeners are here in the U.S., and of course, one of the first things they want to consider if they're going to a clinic is where, where can I get one that's fairly close to home. And you've written another great ebook on this. It's called Cancer Defeated USA. I think Cancer it's Breakthrough. I'm Cancer sorry. Cancerbreakthroughusa.com. Uh, there's a website again for this one. Uh, each of the three books has a separate website, so you might want to take a look at each of them. But tell us a little bit about the uh, U.S. clinics that you visited here. There were several of them, I know, Andy. Well, let me tell you how I discovered one of the most amazing clinics that actually op was operating under the radar. And I met a fellow at, uh, at Mass. Uh, the two of us go to this chapel together. And he told me the most remarkable story about his cancer recovery. Uh -huh. He had he had uh, metastasized prostate cancer, 
and he had a, a big ugly tumor by his knee and another one on his forehead. Uh, I mean, this is before I met him. But he he uh, he was going to go in for chemotherapy, and then his doctor said, absolutely not. She said, you go up to this, see this lady up in Wisconsin. Yeah. She's a mir- she, she can get rid of your cancer without any chemotherapy, and if that doesn't work, you can still go back and try chemotherapy. But go up there first. She practically insisted, and so he thought, well, okay, if she, if she feels that strongly about it. Well, he, he went up there. And she, the, the doctor, Dr. Renee Wellhouse, told him your your cancer is grave, but uh, if if you change your life, if, if you do what I say, you will live. If you don't do what I say, you might as well just make your funeral arrangements. Yeah, so her her name blunt. is uh, Dr. Renee Wellhouse. Is that right? W e l h o u s e, I think, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, and so he got the message loud and clear. He changed his life immediately. He changed his diet. He detoxified his body, and and what happened? And I this I, I you might not even believe this though. But yeah. It's true. I mean, I I believe this guy. He told me that one day at home, and this is at home, this ugly tumor just came out of his leg. Wow. And he said he said there was a hole in his leg big enough to drop a jumbo egg into. <laughs> and after 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 a few days, this hole just naturally closed up with a fresh layer of skin. Wow. And then the same thing happened to the tumor on his forehead. It just came out naturally. Then he had a hole in his forehead, and and then a, a, with a bandage over it. And oh, after a few days, it covered up with a nice, fresh, new layer of skin oh. that was just as smooth as a baby's butt. Yeah. And I I saw Jim today, and you know now this is about three years later, and and that that new skin looks more like the, his other, but this is just absolutely amazing. Now, Dr. Wellhouse had an astounding story of, of her own recovery from uh-huh. cancer. Yeah, the, she was the body, I want to comment on, on your friend, the body is so capable of healing. It's just amazing what it can do if you give it, you get out of the way and give it a chance. It, it can excrete the tumor, get it out of the body, and then heal where the hole is that it came out of. Amazing. <laughs> Isn't that a remarkable? I mean, the human body is the miracle. I mean, these cures that I'm talking about seem miraculous, yeah. but the, the real miracle is the human body. And when you put the right uh, stuff into it, stop putting the bad stuff into it, wonderful things can happen. Yeah. Well, Dr. Wellhouse had an interesting story herself. How did she get interested in this, uh, in this kind of holistic healing? Well, she she was a, a victim of the cancer treatment in, industry. I mean, when she was 21 years old, she had bilateral breast cancer. In oh. other words, both both breasts. Wow. And the doctors said, well, they both have to come off. And yeah. so, so she had this bilateral mastectomy. Well, then over the next 14 years, she had 14 more operations, including a thyroidectomy, hysterectomy, oh an unsuccessful bone marrow transplant. And then at the end of the road, they they told her, well, you need to have your leg, one of your legs amputated, and you need to get on the list for a liver transplant. Oh my and gosh! At, and at that point, someone in a Bible study, a friend in a Bible study, told her about alternative health, and then she decided to flush all of her prescription drugs down the toilet, <laughs> and change her diet and get detoxified, and follow a natural health plan, and. She, she didn't need the amputation. She didn't need the liver transplant. Yeah. And she was so impressed with her recovery that she went on to become a natural naturopathic doctor and to heal others, including my friend Jim, you know, the one we were talking about yeah. a minute ago. Amazing, amazing. And, and, 
I interviewed her, and she was just as healthy as could be, and uh, and she was had such a wonderful heart, and, and what a legendary healer. And then tragically, she died suddenly at the age of 57 in a car accident. Yeah, wasn't that a shame? I mean, what a loss she was, a wonderful holistic healer, and... Uh, this was about almost a little over two years ago, I guess it was in 2007, when she had right. the accident and died. And her clinic is being carried on by her, her other people, her associates, I believe, is it not? Well, there are a couple of, uh, well, actually, her clinic, unfortunately, went under. Yeah. But, but there were uh, a couple of doctors that were with her that have recently opened up another clinic in the Milwaukee area. And so the work is being carried on. And, and in, in my book, I also cover a couple of other clinics, seven or eight clinics, right. so that probably if somebody gets this book, they can probably find a clinic near them. Yeah, there, part of the yeah there are at least eight, eight or so that, and with detailed information, like on Dr. Wellhouse's clinic. And then there are several in the back where you just give contact information and, and locations and so on. So, yeah, it gives you a very good guide to clinics that are very, very competent to do what you need done if you're going to go to a clinic. You can at least call and inquire about costs and that type of thing. And Andy's given you a lot of great information. That website, again, is cancerbreakthroughusa.com. Well, are there any others in the in the U.S. that jump out at you when you think about uh, traveling through the clinics like you did? Well, I just love, you know, I mean, I feel like a kid in a candy store when I'm <laughs> when I when I'm thinking about these clinics. They're all they're all just great. Uh, I I really like the the clinics in uh, in Reno, and I know you've been to one or both of those. Oh, yeah. Doctor For- Doctor Forsythe's clinic is just remarkable and he's uh, he's known as the doctor who cures the incurables yeah he has a very impressive record yeah he does have quite an interesting history he's been persecuted by various authorities because of his success with natural healing i guess interesting gentleman i i covered him in in a story about a year and a half ago on on this same show where i talked about his experience uh, it was published uniquely in the paper in detail. In most cases, when doctors are persecuted like this, it doesn't ever make the media, but the the Reno paper had his story in it in detail. But he's still operating that clinic, the Forsyth Clinic in Reno, that is covered in your in your ebook. And uh, my friend uh, who visited me yesterday, in fact, Dr. Chris Hussar, it is a dentist and an oral surgeon who who reviews the dental history and the dental problems of every cancer patient that comes to that clinic. And I I won't go into it now, but my feeling is that most cancers are related to dental problems, uh, root canals, cavitations, that type of thing. We won't go into detail about that. But that's what Dr. Hussar does is review that and and clean up people's mouths before they get treated for cancer. And it, it is much more effective after they've done that, obviously. Right. Well, the prices here in the United States probably vary considerably, but how would you compare them, for example, to Germany? Are they similar? I would say they're similar to Germany, but it could be more or less, and it really depends on the the case. And actually, you know, like a, surprisingly, I, I, ta- I interviewed a woman who got rid of her breast cancer at Dr. Wellhouse's clinic for $5,000. Really? Wow. Now, she didn't have $5,000. Mm-hmm. I don't think she had... 
five hundred dollars. Right. So what what she did? She borrowed five thousand dollars and got rid of her cancer, and she's perfectly healthy today. And so, but it, usually it's going to cost more than that. I think. Uh, yeah, and again, uh, some of this is going to be recovered from the insurance companies if you have insurance. So. You know, it's hard to tell, but, I mean, there's no general uh, number you can give. But it, it generally, if you're going to stay several weeks at the, in the clinic location, you can, you can count on it costing at least 3500 to 4000 I think, a week uh, at the minimum and probably more than that. Well, it's been very interesting talking about the clinics, Andy, but I know that, you know, with your experience with all the clinics and everything, and by the way, I'm talking to Andy Schulberg here, a freelance writer from Chicago, Illinois, who has written three books on cancer clinics in Mexico, Germany, and the United States. And obviously, it's made him probably the world's greatest authority on cancer clinics because nobody else that I know of has visited all of them that Andy has and has all the information that he's, he's put in these wonderful e-books that he's put together. But I wanted to ask you your personal opinion now. If you had a cancer experience yourself or one of your loved ones, your mother or someone, what would be your decision about cancer clinic? Would you go to that as a first choice or would you try some self-help first? Well, I, I really, you've converted me, Bill. I, I believe I would try the <laughs> That was a leading question, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, really, you really did convert me with, uh, with your book. I would try the self-help approach, partly because well, I, I have a lot of confidence in it, but also you you give information about how to get an inexpensive test that shows whether the cancer treatment is working or not. Right. And so let's say if you do the self-help, and if the cancer is obviously shrinking and going away and disappearing, well, then there's no need to go to a clinic. Yeah. But you there, you have clinics as a backup. And there, you know, like I would really be at a dilemma, Bill, you know, like would I go to Mexico, would I go to Germany, would I go to yeah. some clinic in America? Yeah, you I mean, probably, I, I, you know too much to make an easy decision here. <laughs> well, they say that if you have cancer, then, you know, your clinic will pick you. And so that that there might be something to that. But I, sure. I, I really, that would be a pretty tough choice. I I might be a little more inclined. I like, I I love Germany for many reasons, uh, but I like Mexico because of the Leotril and and the, and then of course the, the great clinics here in America. There are a few a few alternative clinics. There are not many, but there are a few really great ones here. Yeah. Very hard to say. Now, as far as a loved one, I have had loved ones get cancer, and what I do, I mean, I just I believe in health freedom, and I believe people should make an informed choice. And so what I've done, I've sent my e-books. To, to uh, the loved ones by FedEx. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, but you know, not everybody is open to it, Bill. And I, I know that that's you know that that's the case. And, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating for me to see, let's say, a loved one get a colostomy. Yeah, sure. Because because they followed the doc. You know, a lot of people think, well, I'm just going to do what the doctor says, or the doctor knows what's best. And, yeah. You know, whatever the doctor says. And, and well, that's about the deadliest thing you can do as far as a decision is to just listen to doctors. You know, you've got to get smart enough yourself to take charge of your own health care. That's probably step number one. Yeah, and not everybody is willing to do that. No, that's and, true. You know, but I, I, I give the information to a loved one and... And then it's really in their hands. Yeah, certainly. I, I, 
uh, I can't make the decision for other people. Yeah, and I, I've just... had a cousin. I've had a cousin about my age die suddenly of brain cancer. Oh boy! Uh, I couldn't get the information to him in time. You know, yeah. it happened so suddenly. It's tragic. You know, I really want to help people, and I I know you have a heart for helping people. Oh yeah. And uh, we, I I guess if if I if I give pers- people information so that they can make an informed choice, mm-hmm. that's that's the best we can do. Let yeah, them make an informed choice. And the informed informed choice has to include changing your lifestyle, folks, enough to where you don't count on the clinic to get you completely well. I mean, they can heal the cancer temporarily, but believe me, it's going to come back or get worse if you don't change your eating and supplement lifestyle. Basically, that's how you get well and how you stay well, basically. Use this as a wake-up call. That's what we always emphasize. Yeah, I totally agree with that, Bill. I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's not a matter, I mean, sure, you can go to Germany, you can go to uh, Mexico and get rid of your uh, cancer in, in three or four weeks. You know, certainly th- they, that can be done. Then you come home. Then what? Yeah, then right. Then you, you, you have to change. If you keep on doing what you, what you did before, you'll get what you got, which is cancer. And when it comes back the second time, it'll be twice as bad. Right. Well, folks, uh, this is Andy Schulberg. He's done a wonderful job of giving you information about clinics all over the world in Mexico, Germany, here in the United States. Andy is just about to publish his short version of my book, a much boiled-down version of it with all the essentials basically in it that we hope will get a lot wider distribution to a lot more people. It'll be a, a much lower price but it will be advertised more easily to people because it can easily be downloaded and passed from one person to another in the form of an ebook and a short one that people can read you know in a matter of an hour or so so Andy we appreciate you very much you've done a wonderful job here of helping people with your writing and and you're going to continue I'm sure indefinitely uh, Andy's just a wonderful freelance writer and he's done a great job of of helping lots and lots of cancer patients so we'll talk to you again, Andy. Appreciate it very much. It's been a great hour. Well, thanks, Bill. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Well, thank you, Andy. That was really great and informative about these wonderful clinics. Folks, the takeaway message here is that if you're going to a clinic and you're going to spend that amount of ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, it's probably a good idea to set some kind of a goal for yourself for a couple of months before you make that decision to try a sensible self-help regimen. There's one, of course, in Chapter 5 of my book, which lots of people have used to get well. There are others. There are all kinds of regimens around that you can try. But try the self-help approach first. That's the message that Andy would like to leave you with. And then take a look at the clinics. Well, let me say a final word about my three sponsors, if I may. The first one, of course, is Our Health Co-op. Their product, Constant Health, is one that I strongly recommend you try because I've tried it and it's wonderful stuff. You can add it to the smoothie you make every morning with the cottage cheese and flaxseed oil. You can get a hold of these folks in Florida at 1-800-667-0781. If you'd prefer to go to the website, it's makinghealthaffordable.com. The overseas number from outside the United States is area 561-863-5300. Wonderful people. The first thing I take every morning, of course, is transfer point beta-glucan, and I wouldn't miss it every day because it's kept my immune system strong. 
this is great stuff and it keeps your immune system strong by taking just one a day for prevention. If you happen to have cancer or any other degenerative condition, you want to take one per 50 pounds of body weight every morning. So if you're 150 pounds or in that range, you want about three of these in the morning and then forget about it until the next morning. It's wonderful stuff and it's very convenient to take and it's much less expensive than some of the products because of the few capsules that you need to take every day. Go to aboutbetaglucan.com forward slash B special. The B special is in lower case. If you prefer to call them, the number is 1-800-746-7640. Outside the United States area, 678-560-1808. And finally, of course, barley power pills are one of the best things you can possibly take for all of your problems with your health. And it keeps you alkaline. It gives you lots of enzymes, really 3,000 of them, which are all there are in the human body. There is nothing like this stuff that I know of. There's lots of barley powders around, but the powders are nowhere near as efficient as these little green pills, which have been cold processed from the barley leaves and have retained all the barley properties. To get these, you want to call 1-800-358-0777 in Pennsylvania, outside the United States area, 724-946-9057. Well, thank you folks for listening today. It's been a great hour and I've enjoyed it. I hope you have, and tune in again next week. We'll have an interesting interview for you. Hopefully I can get Jay Gutierrez or Dr. Goldberg on here to talk about radiation hormesis again. Thanks, folks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to How to Live Cancer-Free with Bill Henderson.